Show Podcast, baby. This episode brought to you by Mass, Mothers Against Sissy Scientists. Don't let your kids be victim to losers bitching about the dangers of global warming. Down with science. <laughs> My name's Andy. With me, as always, not a scientist, but definitely a sissy, Muller. Uh, the Muller day keeps the doctor away. Uh, it's the scientists as well. Fucking sissy. With us as well, don't let your kids be victim to the back of his van, <laughs> Brayden. You know what else is a scam? That Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> Huge scam. <laughs> the words of George Costanza. Yeah, what other, uh, what other science scams? Uh, uh, recycling. That's a, big, that's a big one. We've already complained about they that. They say reduce, yeah. scam, reuse, definitely a scam. What, what are you... You're going to reuse all your... What, do you your, want a bunch of old crap? You want, <laughs> you're going to reuse all your baby food? Just, uh, just reuse it. <laughs> exactly, you're laughing. It's a scam, and then, and then recycle. Then, of course, recycle. Re- the word recycle makes me think of like a you're on a bicycle. Do you remember that scene in Turbo Kid where they the music's playing and you're like, oh, this is kind of a funny song, and then it stops, and then um, the guy turns around and is like, hey, keep pedaling, and it's this old like crippled guy on a bike, and so oh, he starts yeah, pedaling yeah, again, yeah. and then the no, music kicks great. in. Like we just got to get a bunch of old crippled guys to ride bicycles, and it could power everything. I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. I remember, I remember. Right yeah, what's watch, watch Turbo Kid. What's the guy's name? Babu or Jabu or some, something funny? Yeah. I, don't I don't remember it. He's funny. So, have you ever seen what vocal cords look like? Mm, no, um, maybe. Is that a rhetorical question? Uh, well, if you are if you, you have, to, then are you it's not. On to us right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, possibly. The the sh- yeah, Toulon didn't read is, is no. Okay. Let me open up my mouth and show you. Just <laughs> don't do anything so sinister while I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah, just what do, you, uh, what do you want about? Well, in there, here, uh, unzip your pants and open your mouth. Um, <laughs> oh, whoops! <whoa. laughs> uh, so, uh, I do know what vocal cords look like. What What do you think that they look like? If I'm going to guess, guess like two flaps, like a throat vagina almost. That is exactly <laughs> what, they, what they look really? like. Okay. I'm just guessing too. So I was just thinking like of like strings on like a, on <laughs> like a stand-up bass, bass guitar. <laughs> so you, you peer in the throat and there's six uh, just metal, strings, metal yeah. guitar strings just like in on you. a fretboard. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the noise you, you make, it bounces off of those and... It's like I don't know. Get I've never thought about it. <laughs> if you're a Pavarotti, you got a 12-string I just assume cords. <laughs> all of the inside of our body parts just look like different vaginas. It is. Yeah, every every inside inside part. It's of our just body. every like if you just think about it, like you see uh, you see your end, your rectum, your sphincter at the very end, and your whole body is just one giant sphincter. That's just a brown it's, vagina. It's yeah, that's just <laughs> that's just. It's it's just it's just a bunch of uh, tubes packaged. Uh, what's it called? Sausages, and and that's right from your throat <laughs> all the way down to your butt is just packaged sausages with sphincters in between various, every piece. Various vaginas working different cogs yeah. and wheels and whatnot. So why, why do you ask? So this I went. Yeah, to what the, do you want to on about? I, here? I went. I went to the throat doctor this week. I bet you did. And uh, clear out all that semen collected <laughs> up in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I pulled in. Uh, she was teaching me about how throating works. Uh, she and just jammed like a small plunger down there. <laughs> Boy, this, I haven't seen a clog this bad before. <laughs> um, so I've had I've had a lot of vocal problems over the years, uh, and I finally got to go see this uh, see a lot this lady. Of clogs. <laughs> see this lady. See this lady. But I can't. I can't keep my composure already. Um, 
Anyway, so she found out a bunch of stuff. It turns out when you have a, a bunch of acid reflux, it just burns your vocal cords. So that's not very good. And, and then uh, when all the acid mixes in with the semen, it's like a thick acid. And it's just, <laughs> just all really, sorts of havoc. Really, really, really gets it swollen. Dude, it was super bizarre, though. Like, so she sticks this tube down your throat and, <laughs> like, she puts on this. Are you uh, sure it was a woman? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. She was. She was pretty old. Uh, Making a joke that the tube was actually a penis. <laughs> but sorry, continue. Um, so, uh, yeah, so she has this weird strobe light thing, though, where when she, when she like, she'll put, it in, she'll put it in your throat, and she's kind of looking down at it, and there's a light so she, can, she, so she can see it, and you get to see a recording of it, right? And, and it's freaking bizarre. Like, you're looking at, yeah, you're looking at this weird... That'd be weird, yeah. You're looking at your own weird throat vagina, and it's like, this is very disturbing, and... Uh, and that doesn't mean I have a problem with vaginas. It just I don't like seeing that inside of my own self. Uh, that's that's very <laughs> disturbing to look at. But then she does this weird thing where she puts on like a strobe light. And you know how when you're um, like when where, you see where's car- the strobe light? It's just pointed it, down. It, your, it's on like, the camera, like lighting what the camera. Oh, so this is at. in your throat as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so there's okay. a little there's a little metal pole that she kind of sticks, and there's a light on it, and then she can turn on a strobe feature. And why why do you need a strobe? Yeah, I'm feature? explaining it to you, <laughs> you, you, you jackass. Um, so you know when a car drives away, though, and you start to see the wheels, the spokes turn backwards? Sort of, yeah. Like, like the, the wheels, yeah, the, yeah, they're yeah. turning forward, and there's a point where it's turning so fast that the frame rate of your eyes can't see it turn forward, so now they start to turn yeah, yeah, backwards, yeah, yeah. right? Because you're, you're kind of seeing little snapshots of it. It's like, yeah, same thing with a fan. You look at the fan, and you can't really see the direction right. that it's turning because your eye is only refreshing that image so fast. That once the the turning of the of the fan or the wheels uh, is turning faster than your eyes can refresh, now you start to get an illusion, like you can't really see. Is this your way of criticizing high frame rate? <laughs> yeah, oh, now, a really elaborate way to get about this movie point. ever is high frame rates. Now, um, so. Uh, it's also very similar, like on your car, when you have, when you have a timing belt, there's a timing light, uh, and the light shines at the belt, and the light just turns on and off, and it strobes so that you can see this little dot that's rotating on the on the timing belt. Anyways, very similar thing, but she's doing it with your throat. So basically, when you look at the recording, you can see your throat, vagina, vocal cords like open and close in slow motion, but it's in it's also in real time. Is that kind of like when, cool. when they show like uh, a guitar strings being strum in, in exactly high frame rate, like and you that. can you can see how much like they they wiggle back and forth? Like yeah, crazy? they're it's totally bizarre. Okay. Um, yeah, so basically, what she'll do is she'll take maybe ten frames of of your vocal cords, and they kind of like. They kind of gel together. I don't know. If you just imagine a vagina, uh, just like they kind of slap or slap on each other or, or whatnot. <laughs> and um, so in, in the course of eight or ten frames, you know, you're, it should be open, uh, you know, as it oscillates for about four or five or six frames. And then it should be closed for a little bit, right? right? And it's, <clears throat> it's exactly like when you do that, uh, you can hear the... You can hear when the throat is kind of turning off, right? It's oscillating very quickly on and off. Uh-huh. And um, yours were just stuck closed because the, <laughs> the semen just glued them shut. That is actually very close to the professional <laughs> di- diagnosis because mine, okay. mine are only open for like three frames. And then and that's why I have this frappy, oh. raspy, whatever voice. And that so it's, was from it's, acid reflux? Uh, yeah, it's so like acid reflux, you know, like a lot of dicks in your mouth. The kind there's, of there's, acid. there's a lot of reasons. The kind of acid, acid that okay. shoots out of a penis and into someone's throat. <laughs> so xenomorph uh, semen. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically okay. that's basically exactly uh, what it is. So it was, but it was a very bizarre experience, and I learned that your throat looks like a vagina, 
And uh, I also learned that my throat doesn't close all the way ever, which is oh, apparently a problem. So that's uh, that's not good. So, so that's why before the episode, I have this straw and a and a, you've been basically giving a blowjob. Yeah, the, I, have, yeah. I have this straw and and a, a bottle of vitamin water that you blow into it. He's like a kid blown into his chocolate milk here. And you have and you have to sing into the straw while you're blowing it and uh, and it basically sets everything in your vocal cords, like it pushes them all into the right place so that it doesn't do the wrong thing anymore. Is so that your fix then for that? That's one of the yeah, and, and, okay. and acid reflux medication. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like that's probably <laughs> that's probably important too. Are you a hundred percent positive that you didn't accidentally see a proctologist and they just mistook <laughs> your face for an asshole? <laughs> I mean, who can be sure of anything? Boy, a lot, of, in this a lot age. of semen clogged up this asshole. <laughs> Gonna take a while to get this all out. So uh, yeah, so it's a. Uh, it's it's a vagina and uh, I'm gonna keep her open. That's uh, that's my goal for the next awesome. while to keep it going. So you guys are gonna get a lot of straw warm ups from me. Oh, oh man, let Damn. me know how I can help. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> um, so you guys remember how uh, Air Care was canceled a few years ago, right? Yeah. So in in BC we had a program called Air Care and it was the most annoying program. Another yeah, scam. Down, yeah, down with science. Another yeah. scam <laughs> here. I guess we should. Give a brief explanation. Yeah, yeah. It, it is the biggest, it is the most annoying, most hated thing ever for anyone who lives in British Columbia um, because you, every time you want to insure your car. Not every time, but like every other time. Basically, I think every year or every two years, yeah. you have to go bring your car to yeah. this annoying uh, thing where they stick a tube up your butt. And there's and only one place you gas. can bring the car. You have to bring it to a specific yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. You have to bring it to a specific place. And uh, and then they'll either pass it or they don't pass it. And you might have to go spend a thousand or two thousand bucks in your car to make sure that you know everything's operating right. And well, it's, it's just a test to make sure it's not. Environmentally unfriendly, like like yeah. two, wasn't that the that the whole point? Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. trying to protect the, the name. I yeah. think it was in the eighties, probably they introduced it, probably when mm -hmm. well, it that just, was. A, I think they canceled it because it got to a point where most vehicles on the road were fine. Yeah, but it was the worst program because uh, you you would be trying to insure your car, but you couldn't. So then you'd have to go get temporary insurance in your car to take it to the airport care place well, to get if, it tested, did it, so that you could go and insure you did your it, car. If you did it before. After your insurance, you just had to do it ahead of time. Just, yeah, but if you, but if you bought a car that wasn't insured or something, like there's a, there was a lot of times where okay, I had to get temporary enough. insurance, and it was the most the oh, biggest never, pain in the I butt. I never had that. And I always just did it before my insurance ran out. And and I was like I, not a moron, right? <laughs> I was very yeah, yeah but it's like it's it's a useless task. Nobody's gonna oh, remember. Oh yeah, it was annoying. It's it was just another. Thing. It was just another appointment that you had to go. Yeah, through. Just just another useless appointment that you have to go through. Like I avoid all sort like even just going to the insurance. You're gonna sit there. You're probably gonna wait in a line. Like any kind of little appointment, even though it's easy and you're just sitting there signing your name on a few papers. It's just annoying. And that's just another yeah. I appointment mean, that it, adds to it. It felt terrible. It, it felt like you were taking your driver's test or you're like, oh, whatever happens by the end of the day could be the difference between me driving and not driving. Uh, it, it, like it, it felt like you were going to be under examination, and yeah. I guess I, I, I was always nervous to get the I test. I never result. had that stress because I always did it while I was still insured. Well, and you have to, but you have to pay again for the test if you if you fail it. 
Yeah, you do. And the, I hate it because you go in, they have you sit in this waiting room while they hop in your car and start revving it and do yeah, all these things. Yeah, they're it's grabbing like, your dildos and like wig, winging them around and messing with your stuff. It's like your, on your, radio. your wife's giving birth and you're, she's in the delivery room. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. is my baby going to die? I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Well, what are you doing in my car it's, over there? It's going to cost me so much money, this baby. You better wash your hands before you get in my car. <laughs> so funnily enough, I have, there's been two years in a row now where I get... Because I, I just do it yearly. I don't do it month by month in my insurance. Oh, okay. Look at this uh, guy, big money guy. He pays, oh, he pays wow. all up front. Oh, all, the money, no all the money we're making on this podcast uh, yeah. has allowed me to do that. Um, two years in a row now, I get the mail and, I, and I've placed like the ICBC, the insurance mail. I just place it somewhere and forget. And then like I stumble upon it like a month and a half later. Two years in a row, I, I have opened it up and been like, oh yeah, when is this due? And I find out it was due like two days ago. So I had been driving around without insurance. Oh yeah, like I didn't days. have insurance for like a full month I've done that this year. <laughs> two years in a row and it's always like, I always find out at night and I'm like, oh shit, after work tomorrow, I gotta go. I gotta go. Then I forget insurance. again. <laughs> no, but then it's just like that drive makes you really on edge because it's like, if I get pulled over by a cop, I'm fucked. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, a $600 no ticket, man. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. remember not caring. Or, or if you get in an accident, then you're oh, really you're, fucked. You're screwed. And I remember one well, time... Well, unless somebody hits you, then it doesn't matter. One time, when, when the first time I did this, uh, I remember leaving the parking lot at my work, going right to the insurance place, which is only like a minute drive away. It's not far at all. It's but a block. Like, I would just walk, as man. As soon as I... Oh, really? I, w- I wouldn't even drive. I risked it. Uh, Twice I've risked this. Uh, you're brave. <laughs> but the first time, like, <laughs> as soon as I went to pull out of the lot, there was just some old fuck in a giant RV oh. clogging up traffic, and it was like hard to get... It's hard to explain, so I'm not going to bother, but where he had parked himself awkwardly to turn, it was hard to get around him to make my turn, and it was just... And there's all these other cars kind of in the same position, so it's just like really high opportunity for us to even just like a minor slow collision. I'm like, this old fuck is going to screw me over. And this is the first time I'd ever done that. I'd ever Mm -hmm. accidentally let my insurance run out like that. I'm like, this fucking old piece of shit. I I love the nervousness you guys have about this. I I think my car wasn't insured for a month this year because I forgot. And I I got it two weeks later and I was like, oh yeah, I guess I'll do that. I think I waited a week or two before I even got around to going and insuring it. Like I didn't care at all. Well, I I I was only nervous in that, in that one drive. And I guess it's like, yeah, you get pulled over. It's like a six hundred dollar fine, or if yeah, if you get it's, an accident, yeah. you're paying for I mean, all of I mean, right? you could be on the hook for like three million dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'd be a little nervous. Uh, they that can. would that would ruin your life, man. They can't enforce that. What do you mean they can? Yes, they can. I don't it's have three million dollars. Take it. Yeah, so Go they'll ahead. just take a percentage of your wage for like a long amount for your whole life. Sorry, I thought I didn't <laughs> have a job. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Well, then no problem for me. <laughs> I guess, yeah, they'll just be taking it from George's wages yeah. or something. You should, you, should, you should learn from the master here. and uh, Just become a homeless person? Just become a homeless person. Can't, take your can't, can't take your income if, they, if you don't got any. Oh, <laughs> that meme with the black guy? Yeah, yeah. Poke, poke, poke <laughs> like your head. version of living off the grid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't, just don't make any money, just but don't still, make any uh, money. just still participate in everything. Um, so... <laughs> What, are they going to take 10% of the food I mooched off my friend? Like, <laughs> I don't think so. So, but I've, what I've come to realize after two years of no air care is that air care is actually a great thing. And Why? because the amount of people that I am driving behind or sitting behind where I'm just getting smoked out and having tons of pollution put in my face is, is absurd. It happens all the time. You roll nah, your windows up or what? Nah, that's cool. No, that's, <laughs> what are you talking about? Why is that cool? Because it's like any time... It's not like you can see the pollution like, very well either. For some reason, I can't, I can't, 
I don't know if I can fully articulate it, but I feel like there's something about polluting in general that's really cool. Well, I mean, I, I, think I feel it, like I think it's the it's same like, thing as littering. It's our... It's it's just a display of how much we've conquered nature. It's like, yeah, fuck you, nature. I don't even need to do this, but I'm just going to cough up all this black tar all over the air. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. It's just just displaying our dominance over nature. It's the what? What do you think I am? Chinese? Like you think I'm okay breathing in smog all the time? Just don't get the hell out of my country. Go to follow, China if you don't want follow them. Follow behind them. Don't fall. What does that even mean? That's Not just saying them. don't drive on the road. Just Have you been driving on that curvy camp, you know, Hope River Road, going around to no. the reserve here? Well, well, well that's how you get to that's me. how you get to this office uh, from from my house. This is really racially charged here. Well, just slow down a bit or something. J okay, tell or me or take, this, or take a turn. Tell There's me many. with a straight face that Beijing isn't full of smog. <laughs> And dirty Chinese people. You're all racist all just as above. much as me. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the worst. So this is what I think that air care should be. But air care, but clearly air care wasn't preventing that from happening. I don't remember that being a problem before they. Got they weren't preventing there. anything, dude. There I, were so many loopholes. I, I, I have not it. noticed any kind of what, difference from whether, from before and after. What kind care. of loopholes? So uh, there's different things you could do to check air care. Well, for one, I knew one guy that just had like uh, his parents' address and hope, so he wouldn't. Which is like a half hour uh, east of here, and you wouldn't even have to do air care if you lived there. So you didn't have to do air care no. if you lived. So he just put his address as his parents' address, <laughs> and he never had to do air care. Why would you not have to do <laughs> That's it? That's hilarious. Because it's only in the valley, like where it's actually probably because where they it's didn't populated. Oh, are they, didn't you have, they probably didn't have any like like specific yeah. institution for air care anywhere near there. So no. they're like, well, we can't we can't ask people to drive. Well, it right. was only Lower Mainland. It was and only not a lot of people who live there anyways. Yeah, so it's like a up north they don't do it. It's a butt fuck town in the middle of nowhere that Rainbow was filmed in. Yeah, we're, yeah we didn't, that, we didn't maybe mention that's that. why they're like we're not gonna fuck with Rambo. Yeah, we live in a valley, so just in case. Anyway, in yeah, case so, that's relevant. And like, there's different like different types of fuel you could put in your car. My cousin said to pass air care, he used to put um, like. Now he exaggerated stories a lot. But he did, <laughs> he said that one, one time he put jet fuel in his car <laughs> oh, to pass it, and I was like, I, I never, you know, I believe. Why like, would that help pass it? Because it was super clean. So you, yeah, you, what, what what we did, what we did with George is we put methyl hydrate in the in the gas tank, and that would like that would that would make your car run super lean and not rich, and then you wouldn't. Hmm. You wouldn't have a lot. Uh, you'd you'd go really absurdly under. Like you'd think they'd know what. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like this doesn't even make sense. Doesn't matter. It's not polluting. Well, it's like get when you cheat it. on a test. You got you got to purposely get a couple wrong so they don't. Think yeah, you're cheating. I, I don't know how you do that with air care, but yeah, you just what, try your best. What kind of like Mad Max cars are you driving where you have to fucking <laughs> do that? You have to try and trick air care. I don't. What, what do you like? It's very easy to fail. I, it was. I, ne I never had. That's because you drive a Honda Civic. Yeah, that's like the the car that just keeps going. That's that's what they're known for. Yeah, but sure. But I've never. I don't. I'm trying to think of your vehicle history. I don't remember anything that was just like oh this this like junker thing just coughing up black tar everywhere. So here is here's what I think that air care should be. I think air care should be back, but it should be that. If you wear camo, you have to do air care. Ah, yeah, because you got a big dirty truck. Because <laughs> yeah, you got a big, yeah. you got a big dirty truck. Uh, like if 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 they they search your dating profile, if you anything about ATVs or uh, having a fire, yeah, or hunting, air, you're you're you have to do air <laughs> care, you're, or you can't share your car, yeah. and uh, and you're out of here. And everybody else can be left alone. Everybody driving normal vehicles, people just driving you know normal ca cars and. 
SUVs. Now I'm not. I'm not with this. I think the closer we completely destroy the atmosphere, the the sooner we get to like a Logan's Run universe where we just live in these <laughs> air conditioned domes where we, we <laughs> control awesome. the weather. We just need to throw enough money at it. It, it could happen. That's that's your ideal universe is Logan's is living Run. Everyone's <laughs> killed at thirty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be dead. <laughs> that that yeah. doesn't surprise me at all, and that and that ties into why is this sacred? Like we gotta protect the atmosphere. We'll just create our own new atmosphere, a better atmosphere. To, to, need to, to throw a bunch of money at it. It'll be fine. To me, your ideal... Let's burn this fucker down. <laughs> your ideal life would be Wally. Would be living in a spaceship and and you just sit on this fat uh, chair. I did think I was like, man, it's like, is that okay? You want to bring up Wally? Was was their fate on the spaceship better or worse than when they went down to Earth? And I'm led to believe that these fat fucks that have never walked in their entire life are going to be able to like grow plants and work a farm and and like re whatever rework the earth to grow plants. Yeah, I don't again. even think they have any cartilage left. Like yeah, they just have fucked. F- that's like the, loose floating that's actually, bones. That's actually a very sad ending to that movie because they're all going to like realize within a week that they have no fucking clue what <laughs> yeah, to do. So totally worse off. I guess they had the robots, but those robots weren't designed to no. for like I, agriculture. I, I never and could, shit. How they're long were, how long were they up in the in, in the oh, spaceship? Oh, it was like it was like 10 generations. Yeah. Cuz so they show yeah. all the different pilots. What's a generation? Is that 10 years or is it's that 50 like, years? It's probably like 20 to 25. 15 25. Yeah, something like that. So they were there for like, like I, it's just weird for me to think that their DNA was changing like in in that short of a time. Like, I, I get the fact that these people were getting so fat that it was like they were super fat. But then it, they kind of made this thing where they, they were like getting their children were like their bone density was going down. Well, or, I don't think their DNA changed. It was just like they all just had an at like atrophy because none of them. They're all just sitting yeah. their whole life. Like atrophy is a thing. I, you I'm can just get thinking the kid a, like that you year. have, though. If even if you're a fat fat person, like you're not going to necessarily have a fat kid just because you were in a spaceship. No, but and then you they're they're also living the same lifestyle. Yeah, that's that's fair. And they don't know. They don't even. They've never. This is generations b- before or after a time where people were living an active lifestyle. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like well, you, they, their body probably wouldn't have evolved or whatever changed. DNA-wise to a point where they couldn't get fit, but they just wouldn't have the know-how well, to fix the planet. Y- y- maybe they should be in air care, too. I, d- I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> it, Trucks, uh, semi-trucks, and anybody with a car older than, I don't know, like 95. Yeah. They, or if you they like that Cabela's Facebook page. Yeah, uh, if you like the there. Cabela's Facebook or the Base Pro, Bass Pro <laughs> shop. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, yeah, sorry, not to be confused with the Base Pro shop for bass players. I'm not, I'm not with you. I want There should be air care but it should be the opposite purpose of what it's doing. It should be to, that your car isn't just killing the environment quick enough. <laughs> you got to trade in your stupid what uh, <laughs> Tesla or Smart or Prius or for a, Civic. For a like, K car. Yeah, you need, <laughs> you need some junker thing that's just mm-hmm. coughing up black smoke the whole time so we can get closer <laughs> to dome cities with controlled like, air conditioning. You just pick whatever weather you want that, that day. That car from the mask that he's driving, the loner. I don't remember uh, yeah, they, they give him this loner car. He like, closes oh, the door, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the door just falls off yeah. or whatever. Like it's just the biggest pile of crap. That you know that that Logan City uh, Logan's Run Logan's Run. I don't remember what the Air. city was named, but it's yeah. it's it's called Andy's Future Utopia. Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it it kind of it kind of ties into my theory about you, which is that yeah, if you, if you were in if you were in Wally and you had movies and video games and I guess metal concerts, like you would be. 
you would be a very happy with that life. Like you'd be I'm, like, oh, it sounds great. I'm, I'm I'm very content with a lazy lifestyle. I realize when I when I take like a week off from work just because I need some time off because it's been a while, uh, so I, I don't have anything planned or whatever. Like I will just. Like I'm so comfortable just watching like a movie. Like I just plan my day around. Okay, I'll watch a movie. I'm gonna watch these two. I'll watch movies. a movie after lunch. I'll watch a movie after dinner, and I can plan my meals around that. Maybe I hang out with this person. Like I'm very comfortable being lazy. I know I talk to other people at my work, and like after a week off of doing nothing, they're like, "Oh yeah, it feels really good to just kind of get back to work." I was getting a little bored. I'm like. I guess I just like movies enough that I'm like, well, if I'm bored, I can just throw on, you know, Logan's Run or whatever. <laughs> just watch dream that about, over. Dream about some air-conditioned nightmare. Just live, live. <laughs> that's a, I think that's a, a, song a Mr. Bungle yes, shot song, is. isn't it? Oh, my God. It was God. a reference. Holy Reference crap. within a reference. Andy, Mello, not a metal song either. Oh, that's amazing. Unbelievable. So if, if, I think, if I think about the way that, the way that you live I'm conceding your life, that I live, that yeah, I'm comfortable yeah. being a lazy fuck. But if I think about that, it's like, if I if I take away though the movies and the games and 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 metal, oh, I'd I'd probably just kill myself. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't even mean to say like, oh, I need video games. I'd probably just wallow in some depression or something. Well, like that. I was just thinking that based on like you you kind of go to work. It's like yesterday I had a I had a really cool idea for this podcast. I thought, wouldn't it be cool if we did this like an under a, a show under sixty minutes? And you're like, well, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know if I think that's a good idea. Like I, I you know, two hours is fine. And I find that yeah, basically that's exactly what I said. Basic, <laughs> well, Phil, I can't actually remember exactly what you said. Uh, it's I just said, a nay, said, nay, and a I thumbs said down. I'm, I'm comfortable with any time frame, and that whether it's trying to lock myself into too long or too short, like I'd rather just the conversations go as long as they need to be. Sure, whether sure. that's short or long. So um, fuck you. I so, have no problem with them being but short. I, I, I was just thinking about it, and I thought. Basically, any idea, creative idea I come up with, there's a 100% chance that Andy's going to be like, nah, I don't really like that idea. I don't That's care for that. That's because you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> and you have weirdo ideas all the time. And I don't think Braden does, I don't think he wants to confront you too hard about him getting in an argument with you, which I don't want to argue with you either, but I don't know. It's, we'll keep the argument here. Someone's <laughs> got to put a stranglehold on your weirdo ideas because you well, always like, have weirdo ideas. Not that, that, not that the 60-minute timeline was a strange or I mean, I think that's. Idea. I think I think that I feel like you just see it as an arbitrary idea, but I feel like most arbitrary. Like I, I, I wanted to go and find, do some research and find some of your favorite songs, and then like try to figure out what weird arbitrary constraint they use to come up like with that creative idea. Because like most creative ideas are. They're bizarre. Like it's like when I read about a lot of like when I read Tim Ferriss's book Tools of Titans, right? He's like, here are all the famous rich billionaire people, and here are their secrets. That's what the book's about. And it's like, okay, well, uh, one one mental exercise that we use is we try to take all our ten year goals and try to do them in six months. What would we do differently, right? Like you come up with I these weird all, ideas. Like we talked about this sort of briefly in the Jurassic Park episode where I brought in CGI and how having no limitations in what you can do uh, is actually blocks creativity. I agree with all of that. I think you're overblowing what I said in our, <laughs> in our chat there. I just made a point of like ah, I don't know. Like I think not having a limit on that. And then I just said okay because I realized this was going to get into an argument that I didn't even care to be in. <laughs> So I think I literally just said that one thing. So you might be extrapolating sure. a lot well, more from it than I intended. I just think that you have an aversion to new things. That's and 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 my theory is that yeah, if, no, I don't know. My my theory is I that have no thought on that one. Right. <laughs> my theory is that you are just Red Foreman 
from that 70s show. And if you take away video, like, and you just happen to be born in a time where video games and metal are a thing. But it's like, like, I feel like I'm talking to this Vietnam war vet guy who's like, I just want a simple life and everyone to leave me the hell alone. And I want to do those things. Uh, I have a couple thoughts on that. I think there's two types of people in this world. Uh, there are the people who want to be left alone, and there are the people who won't leave you alone. And I am quoting someone else from that. I won't say who. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd rather people just leave me alone. I don't think I'm adverse to new ideas. But what I will say, because I don't really have any strong thoughts about what me being adverse to new ideas or anything, but I will say you're a fucking loser for thinking of that when you think of that 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 person, you think of Red Foreman, but I don't think you could tell me what that character's name is in RoboCop. That so, actor's name. Is come Kurt, on. I, well, I'm just calling on. you a loser. Isn't his name, his name is Kurt Vonnegut or something? No. That's his, his real name is Kurt, not, Kurt, not, not, not Vonnegut. Not Vonnegut. <laughs> I can't even think of his real name. I know his RoboCop what, what, name. You know his RoboCop name? Yeah, Clarence Boddicker. Clarence? Nailed it. I wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah. I, I couldn't have guessed <laughs> so it. So I'm just going to completely sidestep anything you're talking about me being adverse to new ideas because I have no thoughts on it whatsoever. <laughs> I'll just say you're a loser for thinking of Red Foreman and not Clarence Bodiger. Yeah, I mean, well... <laughs> loser. But the character... I'm not saying that you're the character of Clarence Bodiger who wants to kill Robocop. I'm saying you're the character of, of Red Foreman but, who wants everyone to leave him Red, alone. But Red Foreman is a reference in your pool of references to throw around and Clarence Bodiger isn't. So. Well, I guess I could choose the married with children guy. I, I don't know. Oh, you don't even know his name either. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. That's why I didn't go for that Go for that guy. But like, when I, like even thinking about the vacation, if I was like, hey, Andy, what we should... Uh, you know what would be cool is if we went on a, like a cruise ship instead... And you could still just watch movies all day, but we'd get a bunch of free food and we could go outside in the sun and swim ship. a bit. Oh, I, I, in my fantasy version of you is you're like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to stay home and watch movies alone. Depending on how much money it is, I'd go on a cruise ship. I'll do almost anything if I'm with people that I like. So I guess I wouldn't do it with you. But <laughs> no, like I, I, I'll do almost anything if other people I know are doing it and it's not like a huge inconvenience. Like it's not like in the middle of my work day or something like that. What, what would be like a reasonable price? Like, no like if I was like we could go on a cruise ship, it depends on what it is. If we could go on a cruise ship to the Caribbean, seven days, all inclusive, you just get sirloin steaks all day, whenever you want them, uh, and you, it's just the I best don't know ever. What the, and it's like a grand. A, a, a grand? I'd do that for a grand. Looks like we're going on a cruise, boys mm. and germs. <laughs> cool. Well, I, uh, I, I think I, I don't know. I don't think I'm adverse to that much. I think this episode has really brought us together. It has. Uh, How much do you fantasize about Andy? You're like, my fantasy. Well, Andy's. it's just every time yeah, I come up with Corey, Jesus. Every time I come up with an idea, I'm just like, oh, I know Andy's going to shoot this idea down. Like, he doesn't want to do anything new. He doesn't want to try something if he can't see what it's going to, the, the end vision. It's so like, just well, let me just try something new because it's new. Like I said, someone has to harness. <laughs> Someone at least has to make the point of whatever you're purporting is weird. Whether we do it in the end or not, <laughs> someone has to be there to, to give you some kind of recognition that this is weird. And so, this is maybe why. We always end up fucking doing it anyway, so I don't know why you care. I mean, I, that's why I didn't argue yesterday, because I was like, oh, I was probably it'll work out somehow anyways. Like, I don't, I don't need to get you to agree that's actually the one thing doing this show has, has taught me is like, you know, you don't have to get everyone to agree with you. I think you've taught me that, actually. It's like, just do it. Who cares what they think? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what criticizing for me for. Yeah. What a, Aww. I'm, I've been enriched. So let's get on to our most hated it, movie ever. 
of the week. Of the week. Uh, this is brought to you by Braden. Brought to you by Braden. Oh my God. And Mass Mothers Against Sissy Scientists. Yeah. <laughs> Down with science. Yes. Um, this week, my most hated movie ever. Uh, of the week. Swim fan. Swim fan. What's you guys, what, what the what hell is the hell swim? Is most fan? people probably don't remember this movie. Um, swim fan is about. Uh, was it? Was it a nineties movie? Swimmer. Uh, no, it came out in two thousand two. Correct. So I saw it in high school, and uh, man, it was it's a miserable experience. It's <laughs> it's about the just briefly this guy who had like a rough kind of childhood was in juvie and stuff. He ends up getting his life together. Uh, he's in grade twelve now, captain of the swim team. He's all you know, Mister Hotshot, dating the got prom big peps. Yeah, big pecs. Sorry, not big pecs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's got like he's, his whole life's perfect now, right? And this this kind of this is in high school. Sorry? This is in high school. Okay. He's in grade twelve, and this new girl shows up at school. She's kind of like the new kind of badass girl, and he ends up in some sort of situation where he has to. He's giving her swim lessons, and it gets all hot and heavy. And she basically says, hey, "Look, I'll, I'll have sex with you." No strings attached, which red flag immediately because that's never happened. Yeah, that's not the word. No strings attached is just a. Uh, it's just a metaphor for I'm a big liar. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's immediate. Don't be twice as thick. Yeah, <laughs> I've never the, seen this movie, but does she just become a stalker basically? Basically, right? so like, they they hook up and then he kind of he's at school, just kind of pretends he doesn't know her, and then yeah, she starts stalking him, sending him nudes. People start dying. Oh no, not oh sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you, you finished that. <laughs> but no, like oh no, not nudes. She'll, yeah, she'll send him like she just basically won't leave him alone and it gets all crazy it's essentially just a rip off of basic instinct or the crush i've never seen basic instinct is it good uh no good <laughs> <laughs> no it reminds me more so of the crush with alicia silverstone okay and i was thinking about why i hate this movie so much other than the fact that it sucks and this well, like can we talk about how immediately how dumb of a name swim fan well is? do you know what the, the original name I mean, I'm, I, I, yeah, I, no, I, I don't know the Wik- trivia for Swift. I have it Sorry. on. I have it on Wikipedia in front of me, but I'll let you go. No, I do not. Braden. Muller, the original name of this oh, movie was Swim Fan '85. Wait, what? Uh, I, I, I kind of like that name. It, it, I like a, that it, better than it Swim has Fan. another title as it's well. Because it was way. it was uh, the girl's like screen name or something in the chat room. Uh, was it all? Was it were there underscores in the title of the no. movie? <laughs> swim <laughs> underscore fan. What, what were you dash? looking at, Andy? Uh, On the Wikipedia page, it just says Swim Fan, also known as Fanatica. <laughs> oh, that's a bad name. That's oh, swim fan, like swim fan eighty five. I, I kind of like. I, I mean, it's a self explanatory name. I guess you you kind of understand what it's about just from the name. I guess, but yeah. swim fan's not like it's not a term. You don't be no. like like. Oh, I really watch swimming stuff. I'm I'm a swim fan. If anyone said that, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? What's a swim fan?" What I, I did assume it was like a stocking thing. Like I thought it was like a fan of a swimmer. Well, I would assume if I heard this title that it's a one of those parody movies about swim, like swimming. You know, like those slapstick comedy movies that were big in like the '90s and 2000s. Uh-huh. Like what? Uh, I would assume like. Um, like Hot Shots and oh, Naked oh, okay. Gun, those right, kinds yeah, of movies. Swim fan. It's all goofy, but, but it's the, like. But what would like, be the big swimming movie? It would be parodying. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I, you could assume it's a movie about boat propellers. You could swim fans, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. So the, my real beef with this stupid movie, name. stupid. It's a stupid name. My real beef with it, though, is that it. When I think about it, I get PTSD about a 
An old flame. An old, an, an old, <laughs> an old girl. Did you have your own swim fan? Yeah. <laughs> I wish, man. No, it was fun. I wish I had some girl sending me nudes and killing yeah, people to, I know. Try to kill people and frame me for it. That would have been way more enjoyable. Um, <laughs> How's this movie end, by the way? Who cares? That's I don't movie. remember, man. Does she kill him? I think they get her. I think it's one of those they think they get her. And Do they she, drown her? She. I think she <laughs> fakes her death, and then she ends up in a new community and... It's like the movie Mikey. A new swimming community? <laughs> I don't know, man. She goes it's not to important. she goes to meet the shape of water guy, uh, Aquaman guy in that movie. I, I don't care to see any movie centered around competitive swimming. Even though <laughs> no. I know that's that's not what the bulk of the movie's about, but like what how if, uninteresting of a setting or tone could that possibly be? What if they what if the swimmers care? had propellers on their feet? Yeah, that'd be cool. And then they're just like But they, then that's just about bionic people. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That would be cool. So Logan's run in the in the <laughs> sky with bionic swimming propeller feet people. So I'm gonna tell you guys a little story here. So this girl, this girl I dated, um, about like 11, 12 years ago. What's we, the story about? We we met in university, and I'm gonna preface this whole story by saying uh, I sh- I should have known better. <laughs> so the ba- it was a woman. It was a woman. Because it was a, a swim fan. No, basically, both of us had, had gotten out of long-term relationships. So we met, we met in this university philosophy class, and it was an obvious, obvious rebound, <laughs> like complete mistake. I, anyway, so that it was kind of doomed from the start. And I spent most of the five whole weeks that we dated ba- basically trying to convince myself she wasn't as subtly weird as I was I gradually picked up on it's like you know when you're like in a new relationship it's hard to see faults or when you see them it's easy to kind of brush them off and no I don't know what that's like well <laughs> maybe if you ever get in a relationship well, you will. and there, it's like there's like this veil in front of you right and it's kind of blocking everything and the at the start, it's, it's almost impenetrable. And as the relationship progresses, you start noticing things, and there's little nicks in it. Anyway, so, it, so you're just describing your relationship with your wife right now as like, no. oh, all these nicks, she's just a total psycho. No. And you learn to live with it. Not, not at all. She loves this story, actually. Okay. So, because um, it makes her look real good. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> actually, I told the story. I don't know if you remember, Andy. I did tell the story one time. Uh, at a New Year's party when her and I like had just started hanging out and Did, she thought it was so funny. Were we playing Mario Party 2? No. Regrettably, okay. no. I don't remember the specific inc- yeah. in- incident or instance, but I do, I, f- I think I remember hearing the story at some point. So this girl and I are dating and act one. So again, we're, <laughs> act we're, one. we're, we're, a, few, we're a few weeks into this relationship and I'm like, yeah, she's kind of weird, but she's nice, whatever. You know. Sorry, why, why is she so weird? What's? Well, I'm going to get there. So Dresses up like a baby during sex. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or in no. diapers, cuts a hole in the diaper and a slit. No. Dude, that's a thing. I don't is that a thing? Oh my yeah, God, I just made that up. I don't, God. I don't remember what, we should have Richard on again at some point. He had, he had something like that. I don't think it was like a girly date. It was something like a roommate. He had something, some kind of story about stuff like that. Yeah, he's always got stories about stuff like that. What do you, anyways, continue. Yeah. So um, I get home from work one night and she had emailed me. So I'm reading the email and uh, it's it's pretty long. A lot of it was about how her, her grandpa had passed away or something. Man, what a and, psycho. And uh, <laughs> loser. <laughs> <laughs> writing emails about Who cares about that? their grandpa? Yeah. <laughs> so in the in the email, there was just kind of a one off sentence about this movie she'd watched recently. And it said in there, Oh yeah, and by the way, I watched uh, this movie Swim Fan the other day. It was so dark and disturbing. It was re- I really liked it. And I was horrified because, like, the only people that would find this like dark had, and disturbing seen, would be like a fourteen. Oh point. yes, I had. Okay. I, I already had. I had one of those. You know how when you see a movie and 
you irrationally just hate it more than everybody else does. Right. Like, that's what Swift Hand was one of those like five movies that I just I hate more than anyone else I know. And I see this, I'm like, oh my gosh. And you know, all of a sudden, that's the first tear in the veil. Where I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is a tear man. in this one line yeah. that she said to you. Oh, it is. It's, yeah. So that's I, so I reply, and I probably should have acknowledged the death of her grandfather and all this, but <laughs> I, I didn't even say hey. <laughs> the opening, the opening of my email is all caps, and I wrote, "You like Swift, man? <laughs> what is wrong with you?" And I wrote this paragraph about how bad that movie is and why it sucks. <laughs> And then at the end, I think I ended it with, oh, sorry about your grandpa. Or something. <laughs> no, that, that's appropriate because people will, people will say things so innocuously and not even, if that's a word, uh, and not even think about like what they just said. And like, yeah. to them, they just threw out, oh, yeah, I saw this movie Swim Fan. And like, when you write an email like that, you're making them stop and think like, do I? Why do I? Why do I like Swim Fan? Is it that bad? Like now they're starting to question yeah. their, their their existence a little bit. So yeah, like I said, that's the first that's the first tear. But I just threw my sunglasses on. I'm ignoring it. I'm like, pulled up, yeah, your, popped your collar. Yeah, it's not that bad. And I, I kind of just put it off. But it's it started. It planted a seed. And Act Two. <laughs> when we get to Act Two, guys. Oh man. Uh, hey, so speaking uh, maybe, of yeah, we should get it. we should do a gremlin. Before Let's do a gremlin of the week. worldwide fan favorite segment of the week. Braden, take it away. All right. Air warm up here. My gremlin of the week is beer chugging gremlin. Beer chugging gremlin. So gremlin. Like several gremlins could fit into this. Yes, they could. I think I already know which one you're talking about. It's so the in Gremlins one the bar scene, the famous bar scene, classic scene. There's a gremlin camped underneath, uh, much like Barney in The Simpsons, yeah. camped uh, underneath the tap of the bar where the beer's coming out of, and he just pulling, Oh, I love this gremlin. He's pulling the tap, and the beer's just flowing in, and he, you can see his little belly starts to get bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. And it's then, like a balloon. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's always activated my fat girl fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I saw stuff like that in kids' shows. You and know, then the, the, trans gran- the trans gremlin from the next one just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, gremlins is a very confusing experience yeah. for me all, all around. Yeah. All sorts of sexual things coming at me in Gremlins. I was like, I don't even know what to do with myself. Yeah, so this guy knows how to party. And uh, that's it. I, I don't know if his stomach explodes. Maybe it does. Yeah, But he would die happy. That's true. I th- that, that was right. I think that's like right beside the Gremlin that I brought in last episode, the one that dumps the contents of an ashtray into a drink. Yeah, it's right It's like there. right at the same, like two yeah. seconds, I think. Oh, Gremlins. Another classic edition of Gremlin. So do either of you remember that show, Elf? Elf? Oh, yeah. Elf. Not Elf. Elf. Elf with an A. Elf World's best cup of coffee. Elf came on before Ninja Turtles. So I always caught the end of Elf. Because I turn, I couldn't miss a second in Ninja Turtles, so that's my experience. Oh with my Elf. god, that was a thing! Like sh- showing up to your show three or four minutes early. Yeah, so I catch the last Holy bit, crap. and then the I forgot that was a thing for like the last ten years. Yeah, Thanks man. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, so I can for, forget it. For those that don't know, have you seen Alf Muller? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen lots. Of okay, Elf. so for those that Every don't day. know, Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> it was yeah. like a late '80s, late '80s sitcom. I'm guessing it was in the TGI Friday realm. If that was a thing, Alf. Right then. I don't think Alf was. Okay, either way, it's, yeah. it's, it's a, a late 80s sitcom yeah. about a family who has an alien crash land in their yard and they kind of befriend him and keep him secret from like the government and whatnot. Uh, 
And I, my, I, the only reason I thought about this is like a couple of weeks ago, my brother had mentioned he still has cable like a weirdo and i guess there's some channel that late at night uh, plays elf and he had been watching nice. it and asking me about it and it reminded me of how hilariously bleak and depressing that show ended that i don't think a lot of people are aware of because when i brought it up to my brother he wasn't he was yeah aware i of can't it. tell you how so Alf's a funny et basically yeah so the idea yeah it's he alf looks like like a weird alien version of a teddy bear. He's meant to be kind of cutesy. He cracks jokes. Like it's basically, he's basically just nonstop dad. He's jokes. an alien version of Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap. He actually looks <laughs> yeah. just like and him. He eats cats, right? Yeah, he eats cats. Like, Do they ever show him eat the cat? I don't think so. He always just makes jokes about how much he wants to eat the family cat. Oh, okay. That's yeah. pretty much it. But he's just cracking like dad jokes. It's, it's a very like family it. friendly show. That was the whole idea. It was fun for the whole family. Yeah, um, families liked it. On... The series finale of the show, the series, not the season or anything. They don't come back. The series finale of the show, uh, Alf gets a message from people claiming to be from his home planet. So the whole premise behind Alf is that he had to leave his home planet because it was destroyed by some nuclear war. Like the, and then he assumed he was the only one left, and he gets a message from two people claiming that they're from his home planet and that they want to recall it. They want to, They found a new planet to live on and recolonize, start up his uh, his alien species again. But when he goes there to the meeting point to to find these other uh, aliens, I can't remember what he was called, like Melkins or something. I don't remember something like that. Um, he finds out that it was actually just a ploy and from the government. The government has a section called the Alien Task Force. Oh, my gosh. And they capture Alf and take him away from his family. And that's how the series ends. <laughs> that's the, wow. very, that's now, the last scene? That's the last scene. <laughs> oh, so, my gosh. And, and apparently, like, the last episode, like, that was the ending scene. So the wow. last episode was centered around, like, a, a good, goodbye party for Elf. Like, goodbye. They had, it was, like, really sentimental. Oh, so everybody thinks they've just sent him off yeah, to, he's like, like okay, a new happy you know, we're gonna, life. So we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to miss you, Elf. But, you know, you're going back with your home species and, and starting, starting fresh. But then he gets caught by the alien task And force. nobody knows about it? Well, what, so what's great in the very... You, you, the audience might be left to think, like, what is the alien task force going to do with ALF? In the first episode, they make reference to it. The very first episode, the very pre series premiere of the show, uh, after he crash lands in their, like, garage or something like that, at the end of the episode, the alien task force visit the family and say, hey, we suspect, like, an alien might have crashed here, and they, they know who, that it's Alf because they have him at this point. Uh, and the family just kind of lies and says, you know, we don't have him. But uh, what, what, what are you going to do when you if you were to capture such an alien? Uh, and they say, this is, this is a direct quote from the show. They said, we'll see how it responds to intense heat, freezing cold, high voltage, toxic substances, pain, sleep deprivation, inoculation, that's needles, and of course, dissection. <laughs> Oh my the fam goodness. The, 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 the dad says, why don't you just pull its toenails out? And they say, you didn't let us finish. <laughs> so this is how the series of the show ends. It's Alf, this lovable teddy bear alien thing. You've, they've had four seasons with him. The family love him. They send him this, this sentimental goodbye party. And Alf gets kidnapped, captured by the government to be tortured and dissected. <laughs> and it's wow. like you're thinking, how the fuck did this happen? As it turns out, this was supposed to be a two-part finale, and in the second part, it was supposed to be something about Alf escaping. But the, the studio 
canceled the show on the second last episode. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Which is insane. Why <laughs> would you such a bizarre what, thing decision? Such a weird time to cancel a show on the second last episode. Just let it play out. Play the last episode. <laughs> play the last episode. <laughs> wow. So the audience is left to believe that Alf was captured by the government to be tortured and dissected. Holy smokes. Incredible. Eventually, like, they made a movie. You know how sometimes they do that with TV, with TV yeah. shows? They'll make a movie to kind of end it or whatever. Eventually, they made a movie explaining that Alf get, oh, okay. gets away or whatever. But that movie... It wasn't like part of the plan, like, hey, coming up, the, the, the movie finale, and it didn't come till six years later. <laughs> so mo- like if Whoa. you were young and you were a fan of this, like you've moved you on. You killed yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're dead. <laughs> Literally nobody wow. was saved by this movie because they were all dead. Fucking funny. That's, That's awesome. one of the funniest ways to end a show ever. And apparently even in the movie, from whatever the government did to him, it like erased his memory, and he doesn't know anything of his home planet or the family that, that he... He lives What's the movie about? That's always a very depressing I never, it's thing. It's called isn't Project it? Alf. I've never seen it. Weird. But Alf just basically is left to wander our planet with, with no identity because he, he can't remember. <laughs> it's so just a also, supposed to fix this. also <laughs> depressing. That's yeah. I, I, it's just I, a drifter. <laughs> I've seen that that plot line in a, in a few different shows. I remember at the end of Angel. I think has a similar plot line where like his his kid like for doesn't know who he is or something like that. Like you know yeah. they erase someone's memory and it's like well you've if you've spent the whole show like of them having a bond and now it's just gone. That's that that's a very depressing uh, yeah. Yeah. plot line. Uh, yeah, that that's a uh, that's funny. It's that's that's hilarious. an amazing uh, that's an amazing ending. Yeah, I, I wonder what type of like political stuff was going on at the studio that would have caused them to make such an irrational yeah, decision to end, to end any just show, even if one. a show is so bad. Or well, they would have filmed that episode. Like they just didn't show it. Yeah, they definitely had it filmed because it probably was going to air like the next Friday or Wednesday or whenever the, the show aired. Yeah. So it's a really really bizarre decision yeah, to make. I'm, well, I know that happened. Something similar to like, that happened with Firefly, where well, it I just mean, got cut off after one season. Though, didn't it? Yeah, but the studio like purposely they like the first episode that aired was I think was episode four. Yeah, they, <laughs> like, they aired didn't, all they, didn't, they aired them out oh, yeah. of order, and then they didn't even play so, the, some of the last. So that show was doomed, doomed, and they didn't. The I don't think they canceled it till after it came on. So like they didn't even get to end the show properly. The studio initially. so like the last episode is just a yeah. regular episode. The, the the network purposely tanked it, and yeah. so uh, the Alf definitely in, in a way it isn't as bad because I mean at least we got a DVD of Firefly or whatever, so you you don't actually and you have got to serenity. Which closed out all the loose. Yeah, it's more just like it's it's a weird studio decision to end it at that time. But with Alf in particular, it's like I'm sure they didn't even think about it. They're like, ah, fuck it, we're just going to end it here, like not even paying attention to the fact that I guess it makes the story end. Somebody must have been paying attention. Like somebody must have noticed this. That's funny. It made me start thinking about another show that I used to watch growing up. Uh, This was early '90s ish, Mm -hmm. uh, called Dinosaurs. Yeah, another kind of cool '90s. Like I like these '90s sitcoms that took place with. Aliens and okay, dinosaurs gonna, and stuff I'm gonna like say, that. So for those that don't know... Uh, Super Mario Brothers, the TV show. Dinosaurs is a sitcom from the early 90s, and it was your typical sitcom in every sense. It was the yeah. most generic, like, uh, uninspired sitcom yeah. in terms of stories, ideas. However, all the characters are dinosaurs. That's the only difference. That's the only yeah. difference. <laughs> I, I was a regular a- sitcom in every way, <laughs> except that the characters are dinosaurs. And, and it, that... That worked. Well, that, that I, was a great gimmick, I think. I uh, a thousand percent agree. <laughs> because I just thought, what a fucking great idea. Because just think of every crappy show, whether it's a reality show or whatever, yeah, like a survivor thing or, or a sitcom, any show. Take 
everyone involved <laughs> it, that you're seeing on screen and make them dinosaurs immediately better. Well, it's immediately almost a satire. <laughs> like, yeah, like it starts, it starts to, that's what it starts to feel like, at least. Yeah, and this was early 90s, so these were like Jim Henson-style animatronic mm-hmm. dinosaurs. So oh, yeah. It's it funny, like the dad has a job, the kids go to school, the mom's to stay at home. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> it's exactly, exactly. It's exactly the same. Yeah. Just a little side note on top of that. I remember always thinking growing up, too, that the dad l- looked like my dad. I always thought, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a dy- obviously a dinosaur yeah. version of my dad. Uh, so dinosaurs also has, <laughs> also has a hilariously bleak ending, perhaps more bleak than Elf. I'll, I'll maybe let you guys decide that. Uh, so, I mean, I can guess. What, I have an idea. I have an idea. It's not, what everyone, everyone thinks it's going to be an asteroid. Dinosaur an asteroid, AIDS. An asteroid hit. That, this is what everyone thought that... that when, when you say this is a bleak ending, oh, probably an asteroid hit, and that's how they decided to end, end the show. That is not how they ended the show. Oh, dinosaur uh, AIDS. Good. Now in, I can experience the excitement of not knowing. In the final episode, some bugs that existed in this fictitious dinosaur universe, uh, they became extinct. So these plants started to completely overtake stuff. So they had, they tried, they're trying to eradicate, not eradicate, but get, you know, get control of these plants. So the company that Earl, the main character, the guy that looks like my dad, the dinosaur that looks like my dad, uh, he's put, for whatever reason, something with the company he works for, he's put in charge of destroying the plants, like using some kind of pesticide. Last minute, Earl decides to use a different pesticide that's like super way too powerful, uh, and he ends up destroying all of the plant life <laughs> on the entire planet. Like he releases too much, and it's too strong. Now this is like a The Road kind of thing. He basically <laughs> turns this dinosaur universe into like dinosaur, The Road, but with dinosaurs. <laughs> I got to see, I gotta see that movie, The Road, but with dinosaurs. And, uh, and then eating dinosaurs. And I'm going to have to post a, a YouTube clip on our website on it, because the, the final like three minutes of this show are fucking hilariously sad. Because there's like sad piano music playing. Are they dying? As no, it's Earl describing to his family that that he doesn't know what their future is going to be because their planet is dying. <laughs> and and there's like a little baby dinosaur that talks, and he's like, "Well, what's going to happen yeah, to us?" Yeah, that's the baby. He's he like, goes, "What's going to happen to us?" And he's like, "I don't know, son." <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's so sad. Like there's no comedy to it. That's whatsoever. the baby that says, uh, "Not the mama." Yeah, not that's the one. He always says that. Is I, that like the? Is that you always say that every episode? Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty much. It's like a punchline. It's pretty annoying. Was the baby like a little pink noisy guy? Yeah, yeah. All, yeah, the, he's all the dinosaurs in this family looked different, which is weird. <laughs> like Earl kind of looked like a fat T-Rex, the wife. I think and, they were different dinosaur species. Like, I, Yeah, I, I yeah the daughter was like a triceratops, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, the they, uh, they were all different. There, there wasn't a lot of continuity going on. <laughs> no. But the mom was a real slut. The yeah. ending is the ending. <laughs> I, like the, I like the prostitute gremlin. That's what she looked like. <laughs> the ending's amazing because not only does everyone in the show, not only are they all going to die, but it's the fault of the main protagonist. <laughs> and this is not portrayed in a funny way. It's portrayed sad. That's it's awesome. Sad piano music like, is this just like kind of a like an eco uh, kind of commentary? Yes, like they're there trying was. to just ram in. Oh, was like, there even, really? Even yeah, within this three-minute clip, I'm going to post on our site. There's like all this thing about oh, we didn't take care of this planet. Oh, but wow. the point being is that the end of the planet was the fault of the main protagonist, and then he and then he has to explain this to his family, <laughs> and awesome. they're all like sad, like what are we going to do? We don't. This is the only planet we have, and you destroyed it. While sad piano music. It's kind of like at the end of. Do you remember the movie The Mist? Uh, yeah, I've never seen it, but I, yeah. I know of it. Yeah, so like I've had Sierra Mist before. Yeah, yeah, the the 
the yeah, this, this inside the, the world gets kind of taken over by this mist, or at least these people in this localized area. Uh-huh. And if you go into the mist, there's like monsters and stuff that'll screw you up. So they're all trapped in a mall. So at the end, they you know the the malt gets real bad so they he, the guy takes off with his family and they run out of gas so he's like just stuck on the road in the mist in his car with no gas so he's like well I guess I have to kill my family so he shoots everyone uh, in his family in the face um, and then nice. uh, and then he shoots himself in the head and then five <laughs> minutes later the army rolls in and the mist like uh, dissipates <laughs> that's pretty awesome uh, but it's like if the mist was his fault to begin with yeah. like, which it was well, it wasn't well, but it, and it, that's also, what it's like like, yeah. Also, I, I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know a heck of a lot about it. But uh, that's already like a drama thriller. It's not. It's meant to be a little bit of a <laughs> right. It's uh, not a comedy. It's not, it's not a your regular ordinary sitcom. Like a family but sitcom. It's like a horror movie. So this almost. is like a, this is a family sitcom that's also especially geared to children because yeah. they're talking dinosaurs. So this is a children's show. <laughs> it's not like a drama movie. And then what's even better? So the final oh, wow. shot of the entire show. Uh, is a news reporter who's a dinosaur, of course, uh, oh, the, a weather reporter specifically, and he say, and all he says, he's like this, uh, nothing on the horizon but darkness, cold, and uh, and and that's it. And then he just like looks down. There's no music playing at all, and then it cuts to credit. That's the <laughs> final shot, and it's the satisfying like family <laughs> show. My yes. kids just watch this show. Well, good. That's kids awesome. are kids are but learning which, what the world is which, like. Uh, I, I approve this. What, what do you think? What do you think's more bleak, Alf or dinosaurs? The Alf, Alf one, yeah. Alf, Alf, Alf is sure. pretty bad because he's being tortured. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> everything you said was not so was too. not good to hear. And and we, and we also just <laughs> it's already pretty established that the dinosaurs all die, so yeah. it's not it's really. Actually, it's surprising. I think most people expected them to end the show with an asteroid. Like I remember people. Right. Talking about that when I watched the show, and I would have been pretty young. Uh, I don't remember what exactly what year it was, but uh, I Alf would have been is, pretty young. Alf is definitely more unexpected. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, especially because it's like a, just a studio blunder too. Like they had a more proper ending. Yeah, <laughs> but they left it on this, this, just hanging on this bleak ending. Maybe the dinosaurs. Maybe that is how they died. Maybe they all had jobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't know that. Fucking Earl screwed them. We all weren't over. there when the dinosaurs. I wasn't were there. there. We can't My know. dinosaur dad screwed them all over. Oh, come on, Earl. Is your dad's name Earl? No, I wish. That'd be awesome. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. Moving on to Act Two. You of swim fan of swim fan <laughs> titled back to swim fan the departed speaking of <laughs> speaking of bleak and depressing back yeah. to back to swim fan back to my five week relationship um <laughs> you guys ever seen the departed oh yeah great movie awesome movie. Of course, of course, of course, yes. yeah. arguably my favorite scorsese slash uh like gangster movie, but Lots of most, all the good gangster movies are Scorsese movies, yeah. mostly so. All, most of the iconic ones. Yeah. yeah, it is my favorite Scorsese. Really, uh, gangster movie. It's, I don't. I, I like. I definitely like it better than Goodfellas. Probably my really? good. Yeah. good yeah. It, no, that's crazy. For me, it's Goodfellas and Departed counter right there, and yeah. I love this movie. I think I like The Departed twice as much as. Oh I like. wow! You're, crazy. Yeah. You're such a. You're crazy. Get like, out of liking town. that so, Martin Scorsese movie over that Martin Scorsese movie. <laughs> get, get out of my house. We, you can't be my girlfriend anymore. You like Swim Fan. Or you're just to- polar opposite opinions. Swim Fan <laughs> is my favorite Scorsese movie. <laughs> so I'm going to. Scorsese's sw- uh, 2019 Swim Fan. <laughs> so for those of you who haven't seen The Departed, uh, I'm going to give a brief synopsis of this because. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> you get ready, boys. Is, are there any so, spoilers? Because this is a um, good no, movie. So, no, no, no. Okay, this is okay. this is stuff that's established like minutes into the movie. Just the the main plot of yeah. The, okay. So, um, in a nutshell, Matt Damon's character. Matt Damon's the main character, and is he? They yes. yeah. They explain it at Leo's. the beginning. He's he's being raised 
or groomed or whatever by this mob boss played by Jack Nicholson. And he becomes, this kind of shows just, it's a quick montage of him hanging out with mobsters and then he grows up and becomes a state policeman. So the mob has a guy on the inside, essentially. It also, you introduce, they introduce you to Leo DiCaprio's character, who's this super smart, but he's really uh, like rough around the edges, kind of street type, who becomes a cop, but they stick him undercover. So it's like the reverse, basically. Yeah. So there's a mole in the mob, there's a mole in the police. And the movie's about both groups trying to figure out who the mole is, basically. Uh, there's a point where the, the police find out there's a, there's a mole from the mob in there, and they set up a special task force. So there's just a, only a handful of people even part of this that know what's going on. And ironically, Matt Damon gets put in charge of this task force. Uh-huh. So world's at his fingertips. He can do whatever he wants. Um, great story. Very gets very tense and emotional. Yeah, it's great. And I love it. So I think that was the first Blu-ray movie I ever saw. Nice. Because there was some deal at Future Shop and it came with my PS3. <laughs> yeah. So, so movies with a with the gaming console? Yeah, it was something like that. That's this a was a long time deal. ago. Yeah, I, guess that is really I just remember weird. getting it for free. And That's I was like, bizarre. cool. Nice. I'll watch this. So <laughs> this is this is being piece of garbage. This is on, free. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this movie's unfolding in front of us, and it it's just. Oh, after, so you're watching after, this with your with this in girl? the theater. Oh, okay. So this is the first time I'm seeing this movie that I came to love, and it's it's just forever tainted. And we're watching it, and just as soon as they explain the whole task force thing, it goes to the next scene, and like a minute in that scene, she leans over to me, and she goes, <laughs> "Hey, Braden." Who do you think the mole is? <laughs> I'm not kidding. And then you just looked over and be like, listen, you stupid bitch. I know it's not swim fan, but could you pay attention for a yeah. fucking minute? So like my so- stomach just sank. My brain broke. Like I was just like, <laughs> who? Is-? Like this is when it hit me. I was like, who is this beside me? Like I looked at her and kind of my- in an irritated whisper. I-, I was like, it's Matt Damon. The whole movie this has yeah. led up to this. Is what the movie's about? Like, I didn't. I didn't know what to do. Like, we had we not seen the movie Two Cities Over, and had I not driven, like, I would have just left her there. Like, I almost got up and walked out. That, that reminds <laughs> this is me. Amazing. Like, you're yeah. the sensitivity to like what. <laughs> like, like it's like this is such a Seinfeld breakup reason. Well, like, when they start, it's like you, I, I can understand because you start to question. Like, not, I don't want to say their intelligence level, but like. Kind of like a lot of things, like mentally, what's going on? Their existence. That, that does remind me of another uh, a Scorsese movie, um, Shutter Island. How I had so many people. I love that movie, and mm-hmm. I guess a bit of spoiler alert for what I'm about to say. You should watch the movie. It's a great movie. Uh, uh, like the whole movie, basically, it's it centers around a mental institution yeah. and a guy investigating it to some degree. And then the whole movie, they kind of lay hints as to whether the the guy and the main character investigating is crazy or not. Yeah, like whether he's in the institution and doesn't know it. Like the whole movie, you're questioning it. Uh, and then at the end, they reveal whether he is or is not. I remember having some like talking to several different people after that movie and them saying like, "Yeah, it was all right, but uh, I saw the twist coming a mile away." It's like, well. It, no wasn't a, it wasn't a twist. It was more like a reveal because you were supposed to be questioning it the whole time. Yeah, like, yeah I was questioning that the whole movie. Like you had a 50% chance of guessing whether he was crazy or <laughs> yeah. not. I predict, I had a feeling he might be whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, you were supposed to be questioning it the whole fucking time. That was the point of the movie, you idiot. Congrats on watching the movie. <laughs> Stupid like, fuck. I, I gotta say, with the Departed, I feel like I probably would have made that mistake that this <laughs> that this girl made. Well, like, when I, I was twelve, I would have. Like, yeah, and Braden probably wouldn't date you either. Uh, yeah, so. I, I, I think I've only I think I only watched it th- three years ago, two or three years ago, or something. And I think I 
I think that I had trouble following that until much later in the movie too. Like you were saying that this is the premise of the movie, and I'm trying to remember. It's established it. like, really early. Yeah, I don't know if I. Yeah, I. Well, I remember like he's you know he's in the kid is in some mm-hmm. little convenience mart, and Jack Nicholson's kind of talking to him like yeah. Matt Damon's character, and I remember all that, but I just remember. Yeah, I don't remember it being as clear as 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 you're painting it out, and I'm yeah. I guess maybe I you would have clear. left me there too. I've only seen it once again when whenever the PS3 came out. How old were, How thereafter. old were you at the time? Uh, I was tw- I just turned 21. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, I oh, guess yeah, because yeah, I feel like my current my current status is like. Like I, that would be pretty forgivable mistake to me. No, like, I'd man. be like, oh yeah, that's fair. Like not everybody has to be a genius at piecing together. Uh, these but again, <laughs> you have the attention span of a gold. That's true. <laughs> and like I said, there was all these other things happening, and then that's when the veil just boom came yeah. down, and I was blind. I was like, oh, so I see everything like, now. Oh, who am I spending? <laughs> what am I time doing? With? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's exactly what went through my yeah. head. I remember talking to a buddy of ours, and I was like. I don't know, man. And I, it just it became clear what I had Cause to this do after is, that. Cause, cause I, yeah, I'm going to back you up here. Because this is beyond just like one of your friends saying this. Like, you're, like dating someone's different from like someone you just hang out with. Yeah. Like, you got to have a deeper connection with them. And it's like, you do. I, I'm going to have a deeper connection with this moron. Yeah. And like the other thing, she didn't get, like, I make funny little pop culture references and jokes. Eight, about eight, 96% of them went <laughs> right over her head every time. They were all the office. And that was one of the other. That, yeah, <laughs> I've never much. seen the office. I can't, I can't follow yeah. up. And it was little things like that that, again, when that happened, it was like, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm enlightened. I'm red-pilled. <laughs> anyway, we'll come back to Act 3 does after. You, does your wife get all your references, like all your pop culture? Uh, What's the, the percent? For the most part. Like, uh, she gets about 5% of them. That's uh, more than nine, more than 4. Yeah, that's more than 4, man. That's all <laughs> more than 4%. Okay, let's get some money, <laughs> yeah, boys. I, I, was, I was just thinking, I, I was just trying to think about this, and, like, I feel like it's a very modern idea, like what we're talking about, uh, like this type of connection. Like, that, I, I don't feel like that idea that we're talking about really existed 200 years ago what, I, deeper, what idea a deeper connection like 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 this idea of like you know yeah getting all the same movie stuff like like these are relatively superficial things right like it's yeah like, but it's it's like it, it is it's not necessarily that it's like no. yeah i'm gonna allow these movie things to dictate it but it, those superficial things can they can compound they, no, no, that's no, what I, it was it was right. icing on the cake kind of right right yeah. yeah i can i'm well i get, but my question is do you think that that existed 200 years ago like was that important well pop culture uh, was like it was not, just not, like not, the town not, you lived in. Not like, pop culture, but just like that type of that type of like layer, I think that so. personality layer. Uh, I think probably less. I think it probably still existed, like but I less like because you, I think a lot of people. I mean, you're saying 200 years ago, but even probably even, 50 even probably like, in like yeah, like the 1950s 80, yeah, or something. Not, yeah. Like it was more just about oh well, I'm going to start up a family and I you know like having similar person, values was probably that version of that. Yeah, maybe. Just just uh, mm. you know just I mean having... it's it's culturally it's like are you more looking at uh yourself or like or a family contributing to society or con- contributing a family whatever or are you looking at your own individual uh Right, goals? yeah, like I think the perspective is pretty pretty different like Well, yeah, I do today. think as as a to put it really bluntly, like as a society gets freer, you're probably thinking more about the individual than you are about the yeah. the community. Right. At least that's where I stand. I mean, well, as a society gets more individualistic. (laughs) Well, and I I think 200 years ago, too, like, it was harder to meet people, so... You you kind of like oh that chick's kind of hot we get along yeah let's get married and have yeah kids. And and it like, was and you just did that so I guess the question that I have is like did though did that work out really well or were they just really miserable 
Uh, I think it's probably both. a little of both. Some people maybe like with an arranged marriage, we're like, well, we'll make this work because, and then it just works because, like, yeah, like I feel like what what works for you is what you think will work for you almost. Like yeah. it's like like if, if like if their version of it is like, well, I just want somebody like who's uh, you know reliable and like we achieve these goals together mm-hmm. of building a family, and then you're happy. But if your goals are like, oh, I need someone who's my best friend, they yeah, read yeah. my mind, and then you're mad at the person you're with if they don't get everything think you're thinking right. about, right? Like it's like your 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 bar is so high that you're just unhappy all the time yeah. because it can't like be met. I think it's probably both better and worse. Uh, yeah, right. In in general, like. Pe- Kids who are raised to be productive and not psychopaths generally come from a traditional like mom and dad family. Like it's, right. it's proven to be a, a very healthy environment to raise a kid in. But you know, if the if the the mom or the dad like hates their spouse, like are they right. are they happier even though they're they're raising a healthier society? Like it's it's probably both. Yeah, and broke it broke my. Brain. Goodbye. Yeah. Should, should we do get a little ad money? Yeah, here? yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we get some money da, 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 while, da, da. while my brain's broken? <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, I wish the Gremlins would sponsor this show. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I think we. I feel like we've made that said that before. Have then we? I don't know, then they can sell some more. I think we've made the what joke. We then we can sell it's more like DVD bargain Thirty-one. It's all just blurring together. Yeah. At this yeah. Point. Um, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Sorry, if we've talked about this once. Okay. Back to the back to the money. Before my brain turns on, at least I can make money with the brain off. It's like showing up to work. You wait to go to the bathroom till you get on the clock, and then, and then you I'm get paid to poop. With you on that one. Yeah, so I show some... up and then yeah, I get dressed at work. I brush my teeth <laughs> all on the clock. Shower at work. Yeah. You got one of those camp showers to set up in the middle of the office. When, when I worked at the call center, I would definitely like I would wake up five minutes before work and I would quickly drive to work and then I would do everything there. Like I would go get coffee, so you punch in, I just punch in, and then, and then head out, go to the bathroom, oh, get wow. some get some coffee, do all that stuff, and like I wouldn't do anything at home. I would imagine if you worked. A proper like a regular eight-hour shift. About forty-three minutes of that is spent working, and the rest is just antics. Yeah, like that's, this. <laughs> that's I think I think it depends on <laughs> on average. You know, average, sometimes sure. it dips lower. If, yeah. if if I have like a focused day, like if I have a, a day where I don't have a lot of things pulling me in a different direction, like it'll it'll probably be about two hours of of actual productive work, which I do believe is higher than a regular office worker. I think in a forty-hour work week, the the stat is that about ten hours of it is actually. Pro- like actual yeah, productive I work. I believe that. But um but if you count meetings as productive work then I'm I'm going way. I hate Does meetings, anyone man. count meetings? I don't have a lot of them in my line of work but uh yeah, well you're talking you, you would have meetings that are like oh, let's get everyone on the same page and have a meeting about this and most of my meetings are like actually, like a 10 minute they're like, like my meetings like with people are always brainstorming sessions where we're write, writing down things and coming up with new ideas so they're I'd all, say they're, they're all productive. sitting there wishing someone like me was there to criticize your weird ideas <laughs> <laughs> god we need someone like that okay let's get to the money because yeah. you clearly don't know how to make any money in your jobs uh, in a future of increasing smartphone and tablet usage the amount of time we spend surfing the internet on the toilet while taking a dump. More toilet ideas. Has right? never been higher. <laughs> I, I myself start my every single day with about 30 minutes of diarrhea, and all 30 of those minutes is spent distracting myself from the pain and misery I feel out of my bleeding anus by being on my phone. Simultaneously, though, wouldn't it be nice to just meet somebody? Just meet somebody, you know? In the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody meet a girl. You know, in the yeah. get together like a a ghoulie maybe. Come well, on, it's like meet a meet a meet a meet a romance. You know, get in. Okay, meet meet somebody. 
Leo's Smooth Nickel Corporation brings you the next evolution in dating apps. Dump date. <laughs> While you're dumping, this is how it works. You pull out your phone, open up your dump date app, and click, I'm dumping. Dump date <laughs> will immediately connect you with someone else who's also dumping, a, a woman. And you can, talk, you, can talk, you can talk about anything during your dump date. You can talk about your dump. Uh, you can talk about the weather. Uh, Swim fan. Uh, you can talk about sport. The sports that night. Last Could I night. talk about Alf? Uh, you can t- even talk about Alf on dump date. On this, well, app. that might be a sad thing to bring up on a date. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's the dump date dating culture is a little different than what you typically so get. This, this is this, this is, is like a FaceTime where you you're seeing like a you're seeing each other on camera or yeah exactly okay, okay. you get to talk about anything you you just click uh, again you just go to the app you click I'm dumping and then. Uh, Bam, you're connected. Nice. Anything you want to talk about. Uh, so, uh, Brayden, what would, what would you want to talk about during your dump I'd date? talk about how many flushes I think it's going to take. <laughs> and then I'd talk about how I have to not I have to save all my pee because i got to pee the skid marks off the toilet when I'm done. So I'd just talk about all my strategies involving that. What's Dude, it? yeah, I, I was thinking about putting like a, 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 a sign in front of my toilet that says no, no standing to peeing. Like, or, or, or use the Lysol wipes to, to wipe up your pee if when you pee on the floor. I thought you were about I to say stand. you wipe your ass with Lysol wipes. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound good. No, wipe, wipe up the piss when you piss all over the... I can't stand it. Like, I have a new roommate who's like, is always pissing all over the floor now. And it's like, and you know, because... That that bathroom never had that that problem before, and all of a sudden now there's now there's piss all over the floor and the the seats up and whatever. I gotta I gotta Sounds label like a that. Cool dude. That's what I talk about. On, <laughs> just playing on, dominance over all the other roommates. Yeah, just like a little trickle of yellow pee, just a little puddle there. That that's real dominating. Like, I hope like he a does it around. Your, I hope piss. he does it around your bed. Yeah. <laughs> what would you talk about on your dump date? I uh, go on some megalomania maniacal rant about. Placing all cities in domes, and <laughs> destroying the yeah. environment. Just, just do, I would just do the podcast, like you know, on the, just, uh, I'm dumping. Hey, would, hey, you're listening to Andy on the toilet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, realistically, it would probably. You're right. It'd just be grandma's. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or at least uh, three. <laughs> and uh, so when you're finished dumping, you can say bye. You can choose whether you want to talk to them again or not. You know, do the do, do the whole swipe, and then if you maybe tomorrow morning. You'll be dumping and talking to a, a you know, a, a growing, a kindling uh, romance. What so. the hell does your diet consist of? You're always <laughs> just pulling in so many poop. Uh, well, uh, mostly uh, lemon water uh, smoothies. I got a strawberry banana soy milk smoothie. Uh, Ew. Stir fries. Mm. Mom's cooking. Yeah, casseroles. So, mm, yeah. It's the mom's <laughs> cooking. That's where we're hitting. Squint. We're hitting on it. It's got to be the cooking. mom's cooking. Everything else sounds. I mean, maybe the stir fry if you're eating a lot of teriyaki sauce or something. So but. I talked to you about what the inside of my throat looks like. Have I talked to you about what the inside of my butthole looks like? I would imagine it's the same, clogged with semen. <laughs> it just looks like a vagina. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I don't know. Doctors don't know. Do you know, what's know wrong. about what the inside of your butthole? Oh yeah, is? I, I've had a colonoscopy before. Oh, boy. It's uh, they give you like a bunch of medication, uh, like a bunch of laxatives, so you just spend one day on the toilet. So what I did was I set up my Xbox 360 in front of the toilet in anticipation of this 
to play Fable Two. Mm -hmm. So that's how long ago this was. Fable Two was Fable still, Two. Fable Two was still a was still a relevant Fable. game. So I was like, like I was all camping. Like, like, have you ever just worked up what you think something's going to be like, and you kind of over prepare? Like when you go camping, you you pack way too many clothes. It's like, dude, you need two pairs. Oh, too of much clothes. everything. Too much food. Too much. I always over prepare. It, it's always it's all it's always over preparing, and that's yeah. exactly what it's like getting for a colonoscopy. You're like, oh man, I'm going to be I'm going to be on the toilet for eight and a half hours. Like I better get eight and a half hours of content prepped and plugged plugged into the wall. And <laughs> it's like you're on there for like an hour. It's like not a really a big deal. So, hmm. so, wait, so how does that make it, how does Fable make it so you know what the inside of your asshole is? Yeah, like? so uh, they give you the laxatives so you're, you're all cleaned out uh, so that they can put a camera up your butt. But like, I guess they show you what they're seeing. Nah, I didn't. Look. I'd be like, I, why, I just I say, why, say to doctor, why do them. I need to know this information? You need to know. All it, I'm maybe. saying is that somebody knows what it looks like. Yeah, that's, I would agree. With that's that. that's what it is. Some doctor <laughs> who says that there's nothing wrong with me, but he's clearly wrong. There's nothing wrong. You just just, just a psychological stop problem. Put, putting all the semen up. There. For God's <laughs> sake, just Come slow on, down man. a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Swim fan. Uh, my, my, just quickly, my experience with Fable, I didn't play it much, but oh, I had this, great. this buddy that got really obsessed with it. And there was a part in the game where, uh, for these, these those of you who don't know, it's what do you call it? Like a sandbox? It's like a, game? This is, it's not exactly like this, but it's like a Zelda style game. Sure. A little RPG ish action. Yeah, you just, just run, run around, around to different levels, do whatever. Guys up, but there's also like, you kind of choose your levels as you go okay. and go back between them. Like. Yeah. And my friend found at one point uh, this bald chick that, and he ended up banging her. In the yeah, game, you can get, in the game, okay. Yeah, he found a he found a ball chick you can get in the drunk game, and, stuff. and he's like, "Man, I love that ball chick." And then she got away or whatever, and then he was like, "I gotta find her again." So every time I saw him play Fable, he was just on this never-ending quest to bed this ball chick <laughs> that he banged, and I was like, "I, I did, yeah, he ever, that, did he end up? I don't think he ever found her. Did he end up marrying a bald chick and later <laughs> in life? Like, no, no, he didn't. Does uh, he get a boner over when he goes to buy like Mister Clean products? <laughs> <laughs> Looks just like that Fable chick. <laughs> <laughs> Probably does. Good. Where's Where's the Mister Clean Fable <laughs> character uh, in here and whatnot? So. Mm. Was uh, oh, yeah. Was the swim fan girl bald? No, I wish. <laughs> maybe <laughs> so maybe she had one of those, you know, those caps that you hold your hair back. She had a bald cap one, yeah. Or like she was bald to what hold her hell? hair back. Why? I'm just saying, maybe she she could have had. Oh, maybe and she then, could. Have. I was like, why would you adjust? And then she would have been hot. Yeah, then finally. So, guys, Act Three. Of <laughs> act Three. Swim is this the fan. final act. Final act. Does that? Does this? Does this act end that uh, this girl gets kidnapped and tortured by the government? Braden drowned her. That's Braden drowns her. <laughs> Cuts off all her hair and then her scalp. <laughs> <laughs> no, all of this is far worse. The title of Act Three, guys, is called the Accidental Breakup Text. <laughs> this is the part of the story that I that I know now. This already sounds like a so, Seinfeld episode, right? So now. by now, she, she was getting just everything was annoying. Again, this is a five week relationship, so this this last part is like a week, week and a half. And like Jerry Seinfeld, and it's funny because I, I took a lot of notes on this breakup and tried to make my own fan fiction Seinfeld episode out of it, um, which I, I I got rid of because it was really bad. But anyway. Um, like, like I mean, I want to hear it, but like, like Seinfeld, uh, I kept finding just the most irritating things about her. And at this point, I kind of acknowledged that um, I was like, yeah, this is a rebound. This is a textbook case why I never rush into relationships. Because and, and, and you were probably like pushed over the edge at this point, like all these little things oh. compounding. So, so then even things that that are nothing were probably yeah. annoying you. So, Everything yeah. was and. It was very uncharacteristic of me to rush into a relationship because usually, if you if you get to know somebody for like a few weeks, I would I would have been like, nope, sorry, but huh. I had to learn this the hard way, guys. <laughs> so 
I was I'm like just a couple funny little things I I noticed about her. I remember we went to the gym one time, and watching her run on the treadmill. <laughs> she ran so awkwardly, like she ran yeah. like one of those people who's never played a sport or right. can't run. Like at, their like, arms are too high. Yeah, like their arms they're, 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 are flailing. Yeah, it was arms. Side. It was like she was yeah. running to her it's locker to grab her inhaler. Like she was just. <laughs> Didn't know what she was doing. I remember being so embarrassed because I saw a couple people I knew at the gym. And I was like, no, they're going to know I'm here with her. And she runs funny. And like, there was this other time in class where she, she sneezed right into her hand directly. And it was like, achoo, and you know, sneezed into it. And instead of, you know, sneezed into her arm or maybe sneezed in her hand and then, you know, going to wash her hands, she sneezed on her hand and then immediately goes to hold my hand. Oh, no. I didn't and, wipe it off. Like, and I, I thought you were going to say something like she tasted it or something. Oh, yeah, that's kind of what <laughs> That would have been yeah. awesome. Well, that so would have been okay, you know, but this is, this is messed so up. So she goes to hold my hand, and I it obviously pull away. I'm like, no, sorry. It would have been... Even, she got weird about it. It would have been even better if she sneezed in her hand then looked to you and just whispered, hey, do you want a hand job? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all lubed up. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not in mine, NIMBY. So, yeah, thanks for... <laughs> Things were snowballing at this point. That's one of my favorite jokes. Not in my. I don't. I don't remember what that was from. I think we were talking yeah, about. I have no idea. I think it was about like a homeless shelter being opened up by some people's houses, and there's that there's yeah. that idea, right? It's like, oh yeah, we need the homeless shelter, but not, not near my our backyard. houses, right? Yeah. Not in my backyard. Mm-hmm. We were arguing about it on Facebook, and, and I just it. wrote, "Not in my NIMBY. <laughs> yeah, people were people had a problem with it. The homeless. So. Um, fast forward probably a few days and I think the snowball is humongous. I'm just so done with this relationship. Yeah. You got to realize like, so, even, you got to realize at that point, even if you're the one being a jerk and like on all like these yeah. insignificant things she's doing, if you're embarrassed to be seen with her, <laughs> you yeah. shouldn't be going out with her. Even no. for her sake, yeah. you shouldn't I'm be going out with her. Just a waste of her yeah. time. Right. So I, I got past the point where I was convincing myself, oh, am I, am I just being too overanalytical? Am I this or that? I was like, no, I'm just. I'm done with this. So I was sitting in an anthropology class, and I don't know what the etiquette was back then, but I remember just typing out a full text. I'm just texting on my phone, and uh, to our pal Jason, who uh, we've referenced before, this long, long text <laughs> about how I was thinking about breaking great. up with her. How she she was you know she was really sweet, and nice, which she was. She was she was a real nice girl, but. I used, the, and I remember the exact words. I wrote, she was really weird and awkward. <laughs> I hit send, and then seconds later, I let out one of those, oh! <laughs> like, people, everyone kind of looked at me, and I realized I'd, who I said it to. I sent it to her by accident. So I grabbed, my prof was, like, in the middle of a lecture, and it's just kind of like, what is happening? And I'm, like, looking at my phone, gasping, really grunting or whatever. And I was like, oh. I gotta go, and I grab all my books. Like I don't even put it in my bag. I just grab everything into my arms, and I, I, I kind of like. Looks like you looked like I, this girl while yeah. awkwardly running. I waddle run out of there. I'm like, oh, with all my books and stuff, and I get out of the classroom, and I, I check my phone, and so she calls, and she just got out of her class, and she calls me, and she's like, hey, I got your text. Do you wanna, do you wanna meet up? And I was like, uh, yeah, we probably should. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So quick side note though, my anthropology teacher looked identical to David Carradine. <laughs> Identical, and I remember asking a couple of friends in my class, I'm like, he looks like David Carradine. And I'm like, who? I'm like, I bet he chokes himself. You haven't seen Kill Bill? Off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like the guy from Kill Bill. Anyway, he actually played a video one time, and I remember telling him he looked like David Carradine. And he thought it was cool, I guess. And I guess he played. Yeah, I a, guess that's cool. He, <laughs> he played this one documentary, and the whole series was actually voiced. 
it was narrated by David Carradine. <laughs> and I had no one there to share that with. It was Did he so sound funny. like David Carradine too? Not Kill Bill much. is Bill, okay. by the way, if Kill Bill don't is, know yeah. that. Anyway, so that was a funny... Sorry, David Carradine is Bill and Kill Bill. <laughs> not Kill Bill is... Yeah, there so, we go. Yeah, Hill? So, Hill? <laughs> so we meet up, and she, she's surprisingly calm. She's just collected. I'm like, oh, yes, this is awesome. She's she's already, she wants to break up with me. She, <laughs> she's, this is, I'm doing her a favor this sounds here. sounds like such a side <laughs> I, I, yeah. I really did the right thing today. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, yeah, let's go. So, so we go to, like, this private part of this hallway, just kind of off the corner. And then she loses it. I'm like, oh, I thought oh. I was. She throws her crap on the ground and it was like, so I'm weird and awkward, huh? Oh, fuck. And I was like, yes. Oh, no. Yes, you are. I was like, uh, no, you, you, you don't get the context, though. <laughs> like, as if, like, what context? I, I didn't know what to I, explain what? this. Yeah. At that point, you just got to be like, yeah, uh, fuck, I'm sorry. I, I hate sent you. Man, you to the wrong person, you, but this relationship thing. We're like, you, the fact that you're trying to save face, no, you need the context. Yeah. Like, I, what, I, what? I, I accidentally. Texted you a script I've been working on. That's something to care. <laughs> you guys think you have screwed it up for guys like me where the context actually changes the meaning of it. And they're like, no, I've heard that line before. Yeah, so she, uh, I, I either told her or I heavily implied that I wanted to break up. I can't remember what happened. It's kind of a blur because it's just like an awkward thing. Yeah, I, you're just I, I put out, out of memory. the conversation. Like, it's so uncomfortable. And we talked for a few minutes and then uh, I don't know what I said. But she, she threw her stuff down again and then ran away crying. Like something out of Say by the Bell. Like <laughs> ran down the hall like, ah! And then this guy. This, <laughs> what? Sitting there like, what? What's the big deal? Well, so this guy walks down the hall. This, this regular Joe walks down the hall right when she's running away. And he does one of those turns and looks at me with his shoulder shrug and goes, what? Like, <laughs> what was that? And I kind of do the shoulder shrug back to him. Like, eh, I don't know. And Sad then, music started playing in the background as it cut, yeah. to, cut to a commercial. So I'm like, yeah, I'm. That was awful, but I'm I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. So I drive home, and I log on to MSN Messenger. <laughs> MSN, I'm really I'm dating myself. Log into my a, my AIM, <laughs> and she's on there. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could have got on there and blocked her quick. And she's on there. She's like, Hey, Braden, uh, I'm at school in the library. Can you can you come pick me up? We should talk. And I was like, Oh, I thought we. I just got home. Damn it. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, okay. So I. I should have just. And you could have definitely and, just said no at this point. Like, I no, I, no, like I, I think we're, I think we're yeah. done. So I drive back to school, oh. pick her up, bring her back home, and we had like, a to your sh- house. Yeah. Oh my god. We had to have somewhere to talk, and we talked for like just talking the car. seven hours. Oh, oh Jesus. my dude, I was like just. What I did, wanted what to did kill you talk myself. about? I don't, dude. I don't know. I blocked <laughs> it all out. Like she was just crying the whole time, and this and that. And I can change, and I'm like, no, you can't. That is the I want longest thing to like, do with you. Obviously, like, it's like at this point, it's it's, it's easier to, to to say these kind of suggestions like a hindsight. Y- sort of yeah. Thing. But at that point, you just got to be like, look, I'm sorry it came out that way, and it really sucks. But like, this relationship just isn't gonna work. Like, I, I had to tell her that I don't know how many different ways. Yeah. And it was just like she just. So finally, my saving grace was I had to work that night. So I was like, I gotta, you gotta leave. Like, I have to go. I have yeah, to get go out of here. <laughs> so, otherwise, I could have. It could have went all night. Like, it seriously felt like a week. Like it was the longest <laughs> six it to seven hours of like my a life. Week. When you said seven hours, oh my god! Like I don't even think I've ever been in an argument with somebody that I wanted to keep dating for seven hours. Like that's a <laughs> that's an ob- yeah. that's an obscene amount of time. I get two or three hours. Like, but yeah. So I I, I actually just re- I didn't actually prepare this, but I just remember something even funnier. So after this, so we have still half a semester left together in this class. Oh great! So um, 
she what? She, so there's at the end of the. So year, it was your calves, right? That's why she was so oh, disappointed. It was my, it was, yeah, <laughs> she, she was had like, to miss my calves. Ever gonna find somebody with calves like these? So at the end of the year, I had three classes, and if you have like a final exam that um, conflicts with another one. So some because they're just scheduled arbitrarily by your professor. So sometimes it happens where both your professors might have scheduled at the same time. They have these exam conflict blocks where you can call the school or whatever and be like, "Hey, I need this exam uh, to write in during this block." Because otherwise, you can't write be in two places at once, yeah, right? Yeah. So I had I had a conflict, and I, I remember telling her this, and uh, for our philosophy class. So I scheduled the, that block, and I remember she's just like, "Oh yeah, okay. Oh, you know what? I got a conflict too." <laughs> And she, she, so she goes and schedules the same exam and they're in the same conflict block. And I remember talking to her. I'm like, what class? What class are you conflicting with there? And she was like, oh, and I, I remembered what class she was in, what teacher it was. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm like, oh, don't look, don't look. I was like, I gotta, I gotta check. So I go to her, I go to the school schedule and look at all the finals. Oh, this is great. And she completely lied. Yeah. She faked an exam conflict just to get in the same room with me. She's swim fanning the fuck out of yeah, you. Yeah, dude. yeah, this is she a got swim all fan. crazy. She yeah. got she got super weird. Yeah. So she and I called her out on it and she's like, Yeah, I just wanted to see you again. And I was like, Oh, oh I'm so glad boy. the semester's over. And I actually in that semester, I ended up in the hospital sick for a few days before all this. I remember she kept she kept calling me and harassing me. She got she somehow got the hospital to like get a phone to me and like she kept talking. Get a to me. phone like, over to Braden right now. I'm laying in a bed dying right because I was really sick. I was like, I'm dying. I don't want to talk to you. And she was like, Oh, but I haven't seen. It. And I'm like, at, at this point, had you? We'd broken up for about a month. At okay, this point. so you had officially been like, Oh look, yeah, look, it is over. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> finally, I was like, Okay, I got to get off my case. So she's like, Why? Why did you break up with me? And I'm like, I'm so sick in a hospital bed. And I was like, okay, you want it? Here you, here you go. If I gotten to know you better, I wouldn't have dated you in the first place, okay? And then she sounded like I stabbed her in the heart and then crapped all over it. And then she's like, okay. And I hung up and I was like, oh. And then she faced this exam thing. I thought I was home free. Anyway, she, she did swim fan me after. That's a... Yeah, that's astute observation. And that's that's the that's the best part of swim fan is uh, it applies your, to everybody. your story. Of, uh, <laughs> wow, this, this swim fan movie sounds it, really it terrible. Turned out yeah, that's, that's, I was the swim fan. Yeah, so that, and that's <laughs> and that's our review of swim fan. So uh, thank you. Good, good to go, boys. <laughs> so we're done here. That's yeah, it. let's uh, another let's, riveting episode. Let's go out yeah. of here. I'm gonna watch a uh, swim fan twice. <laughs> Just I'm gonna to, go watch the crush. You're gonna go watch bees. Uh, bees. Alright, so long, losers. See you later. Don't forget to do the cat phrases. Nice.